Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com welcome to fail better david duchovny's new podcast with lemonada media on fail better david who has experienced both low and high profile failures throughout his life explores the vast world of failure how it holds us back propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the podcast, and I am uh, back from Marvel. Uh, stoked to be back in the office, done the drive, knocked it out, and uh, and we're back for a, a big month, hopefully. Uh, pretty keen to wrap up what has been an absolutely sensational year for the podcast. Uh, the first podcast for December is a bit of a banger. It is our Saturday podcast from Marvel Stadium. Uh, before I get too far into it, I just want to say... Just a really gnarly, overwhelming thank you to all of the people um, that I met at Marvel this weekend. It was... uh, Sydney last year was cool. There was definitely a bunch of people that come up and said g'day and said that they listened to the podcast and that they loved the podcast. But uh, Marvel Stadium this year was on a completely different level. Um, It was so, so rad to meet so many people and listen to the stories that people have sort of taken away from the podcast. And uh, yeah, honestly, overwhelming. And, you know, even hearing people yelling like Gypsy Gang from the stands as I was walking past, it was was a super cool and uh, humbling experience. So I just have to say thank you very much um, to everybody that listens to the show, to everybody that turned out uh, at Marvel. Um, You supported the best event in Australian motorsports history for my, or motocross, supercross history for mine. Uh, it was a fantastic, fantastic event. Um, so yeah, thank you to everyone that came up and said g'day, but also just thank you to everybody that went in general and supported such a, um, such an important, uh, milestone event in Australian, uh, supercross history. Uh, also while I'm thanking people, I need to thank Rob from Nobby. Uh, he, I can't even tell you how close I was just being like, you know what? I'm not going, I'm pulling the pin on the podcasting. Cause it was just, uh, it was a lot to get everything down there in time and make it happen. And, uh, like the true legend that he is, he uh, gave me a pep talk the day before. So I loaded up the Cricks 
tweed van and uh, headed on down. I'm, I'm super glad. Um, basically, Nobby, as always, with uh, last year at OzX and this year at Marvel, they're our presenting sponsor. This podcast in particular is brought to you by the Nobby 2.2 Pro, which I'm going to post on my Instagram. Uh, I think I mentioned it briefly the other day. But basically, they have developed a under, like a right, it's basically underwear, but with a three quarter uh, leg so that you don't have to wear knee brace socks and worry about them sliding down. Uh, They're really, really good. Myself and Sammy wore them in New Zealand and these are developed specifically for Chad Reed. Um, so yeah, really cool. And I'm stoked for Rob that he was able to develop such a great product with such a fantastic athlete. Um, so you can head to nobby.com. I'm not sure when they're available to be honest. Uh, so just keep an eye out. I'll be posting about it. Uh, also just got to give a, like I sort of mentioned before, uh, the guys at Crick's Tweed gave me a, uh, Renault Transit, uh, sorry, Renault traffic van, uh, that I drove down and back. And the whole time I was thinking this would be a really dope moto van, uh, to get if I was in the market for a motor van. So you can call Kyle at Cricks in Tweed, uh, amazing dealership. We're just about to announce a little bit more with those guys. So thank you very much for making that trip happen. Uh, also got to thank the guys at MX store, mxstore.com.au. Their new slogan is ride more. And that is what I've been trying to do. And I'm planning on riding again next week. The whole New Zealand thing got me super fired up. Uh, you can basically head to mxstore.com.au to get anything that you would dream of for your motorcycle. Christmas is coming up and uh, yeah, they're a fantastic resource uh, for any Christmas gifts that you might want to get. I will be heading to MX Store very shortly to get all the parts for my CR250. I'm finally going to rebuild the Screaming Eagle. Uh, Also got to give a shout out to the guys at Rival Inc. Design Co., www.rivalinkdesignco.com they're having their uh, Christmas party ride day this weekend you can head to their Instagram uh, to check out more details on that and you can also head to their website use the code gypsytales or gypsy <coughs> pardon me or gypsy gang they both work they'll get you 15% off your entire order uh, and last but not least got to give the guys at Boost Mobile a shout out uh, fantastic supporters of Supercross and they had an amazing setup in the pits on the weekend with uh, with a uh, Formula 3 car, I believe. They had the V8 there, and then they also had the trophy truck. You can head to boost.com.au. You can not only get Australia's best prepaid uh, pl- uh, packages on there, you can also buy yourself a new phone, uh, a pre-loved A1 condition phone. Uh, that is it for the sponsors. Uh, thank you very much to everybody for listening to this episode. We got... A couple of legends on the couch this week. Kyle Webster and Regan Duffy, the heroes of Motocross Nations this year. They turned up in the Netherlands. Uh, so they come on. And then a couple of real special guests, uh, Red Bull athlete Jack Miller, MotoGP superstar, and maybe one of the most down-to-earth dudes on the planet, and Jack Doohan, son of legendary Mick Doohan and outright legend himself. He drives in the Formula 3 championship, finished second this year, and we'll be seeing him in a, in a Red Bull Formula 1 car very soon, I would say. Uh, both super gnarly moto fans and uh, absolute legends to talk to and hang out with. That's it. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will be back for a pretty big month this month with podcasts. I'm excited. I'm back in the studio and uh, ready to rip. Uh, a bit cold. Yeah, all them selfies I post. Yeah, you're bloody, you love the selfies. Mm. Look at Kyle go, just DMing up a storm no, he's right a sel- now. He's taking I'm trying selfies. To, I've been trying to find my mum and dad. 
They've been here all day and I haven't seen them yet. Hey, thanks to my mum and dad for bringing me. Yeah, <laughs> just like to thank them, you know, for driving all this way. Um, so what's going on, boys? Uh, so, all right, I should probably do an intro to the show potentially. Uh, so we are at the Oz X. Is it still the Oz X Open now that it's yeah, in Melbourne? I believe so. All right, well, so we're at the Oz X Open. Or is it SX Open? SX Open. We're at something in Melbourne that is <laughs> super sick. It's involved with dirt bikes. Uh, and it, this show is brought to you in case you can't tell with the knobbies, <laughs> but um, special product, the long leg, uh, the 2-2 Pro. Uh, which is Chad Reed's new... Sh- oh, okay, thank you, Regan, for doing been, your part. I've, I've been hooked up <laughs> by the guys at Nobby, so pretty yep. happy with that. You're on the crew now. Um, so, yeah, the new 2.2 Pro, uh, this is actually designed by Chad Reed for Chad Reed because yeah, he wow. didn't... Apparently, he just didn't like uh, ever any of the shit he's ever run with, like, this kind of stuff. So, it's yeah. a three-quarter pant. Uh, it's basically the same as... Oh, g'day. Uh, it's the same as what, uh, like, the knobby underwear, like, what you get on the subscription, but it's three quarters long, and it's for riding. Uh, so that's what this show is brought to you by. And I am now joined by the dream team, the Team Australia's killers, Regan Duffy and uh, Kyle Nicky Webster. Oh. What's, what's happening, boys? <laughs> oh, not apes. Not apes. Out yeah. here cruising. Out here doing the damn thing. Yep, that's yeah. it. Uh, what was your first impression when you walked into the stadium and saw the setup that we're working here uh, with this weekend? Well, honestly, mine and I walked in and I was just like, "Damn, you know, we're at, we're at like we're a good venue here. It's got a good track and good dirt." I felt was the uh, was the best thing, and it's gone a little bit harder than what I thought it would. But yeah, it's JB still, said that too. Yeah, it's still sick, you know. Like, it's just the biggest. It's the sickest vibe for a motocross race. Like we've got or well, supercross, sorry, like. All these people out here just wandering, queuing up for signatures and, and things, and you know, and then it's very rare for like practice and qualifying. There was heaps of people in there. Oh, watching. dude, yeah. It was sick. It was cool. Yeah. And uh, for you, Regan, obviously, this is your first year racing Supercross, too, so. Yeah, I, would, I walked in and I was like, shit, that is a big ass stadium. <laughs> yeah, this is real. <laughs> like, I've been to the new one in Perth, and it's like, I don't know, it might even be bigger, but then to see this with a roof over it. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. How can you even move that much steel yeah. to make a roof? Yeah. It's wow. unreal. Yeah, no, it's pretty It's pretty sick. And I think, like, even just for me then, like, so I was here yesterday um, doing the doing the whole deal, and I it still didn't fully all the way hit me until just then where I walked out and it was like, you know where, like, the food vendors are? And yeah, then you yeah. sort of walk out onto the viewing thing. And it's like, as you walk out, like the whole thing just opens, opens up. up. And yeah. I was just like, Jesus Christ, like we're really doing this, thing. man. We're really doing yeah. this. We are at like a legit venue here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit loads of people. Yeah. And it, it's so good for, for Aussie racing. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Have you guys ever been to a Supercross race in the US? No. I went, I went when I was a kid, but a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember it well? Not really, honestly. I, yeah. I did that KDM challenge thing as a oh, kid. Oh, really? So, yeah, it was uh, South African superstar. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't. I can't remember it that well. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I mean, this like I've literally been to every Supercross stadium that is on the is yeah. on the series over there, and this is. If I didn't have, like leave the stadium to come out to know it was Australia, like there, there's absolutely zero difference it's between. On par. Oh, dude, yeah. this could be any East Coast Supercross right now yeah. just because of the dirt. Like, and That's I'm not cool. even joking. The track is as good 
as yeah. America. The stadium is as good. Like, they have fucking done a job here. Yeah, that's... I've, I've seen a video of Ricky. He walked in and he was like, shit, this is like the Superdome in America. Yeah. And so. every and everybody, like, uh, yesterday, like, even Brayton said it. Like, basically everybody is saying, like, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. It's, is, it's mad because, like, I suppose we're always like, oh, I wonder how we, like compared to America you know in like the venues and tracks and whatnot and yeah like you said I reckon they've hit the nail on the head with this one like it, it's mad it's a big track it's lots of volume I, I feel I mean I'm not sure if Americans use more dirt or not but um, yeah they've had it they've had a good dip yeah for sure mm. so uh, speaking of the track how do you guys feel uh, out there when you're when you're riding is it is this a can you tell that this track is a different track to what you've had to race so far in this series yes <laughs> so in, in what way like what's the differences uh, for you good dirt because you're not shit on a motorcycle so I, like I wouldn't so we need that. to disclaimer that you're not that bad on a motorbike yeah, I, so like if you can feel a difference I like, circulate without <laughs> crashing here to make the numbers the eh? yeah <laughs> um, yeah uh, dirt is about a thousand times better than any other track that we've yep. ridden or oh, New Zealand was alright but it did go a little bit hard um, stadium is way better layout's good overall it's just it is top notch I'm happy yeah. with it can you feel like a do you feel like you're on a different style of track like does this feel yeah. like an American track and like what's the difference is like is it faster is it smoother does it have more flow like what do you feel out there in comparison to to the other rounds it's just like real long like mm. yeah okay. all the other tracks you go through the rim three jumps and yeah. you're done whereas yeah. this track there's like I feel like yeah, there's more option it's yeah more, it's more raceable like than what the other ones have massive been massive whoop and, section um, yeah you know like you can do different different things in the rhythms and it's <clears throat> it's really not that crazy different if you yeah. know what I mean yeah. so um I think that's the cool part. Like, it's a very raceable track. Yeah, right. Did you have much, like, sort of passing and stuff going on out there in qualifying? Or I it crashed. sort of wasn't there? Yeah, I crashed you, you trying to pass out. someone. Yeah. <laughs> well, no sand. Because nah. I've only attended half the round so far. I'm in the unseated one, so there was, there was a little that, yeah. bit, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I passed a few passes. <laughs> there, were, there were some passes to be made. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to talk before, um, before we go into too much else. I wanted to get you guys on the podcast uh, before the start of the season, right after Motocross Nations, because I think Dean obviously did amazing as well, but I think in particular you two guys were just... It was fucking crazy what you guys did at Motocross and Nations. Like, I had friends from America texting me going, like, who the fuck's Regan Duffy? Who the fuck's Kyle Webster? Like, <laughs> and, and, like, big people in the industry. Yeah. And it was so sick. And I haven't had a feeling of, like, being super proud of the Aussie team in, in a while. Like, it just, you guys were the full underdogs. No one expected anything of you guys. It was, like, a a C team to some people really mm. and it's like you guys went out and just fucking put on an absolute show what what was the experience like I, I just I thought the sickest part for like myself and Regan was man when we saw each other the first time over there we were both just like dude what are we doing here <laughs> and like you know it was for, for me I just felt like everyone was like oh how do you think you're gonna go and I'm like I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I have literally no idea. Yeah. Like, I don't know how fast these dudes actually go compared to how we go in Australia, and and I don't know how the track is. Um, and, yeah, I just, I just really didn't know. And it was obviously a piss down. Saturday, yeah. it wasn't. It rained, but it wasn't crazy. But, um, yeah, it just threw a huge spanner in the works for everybody. And I, I felt like it was just 
it was so sick. Like I, I still at night time think about it sometimes and I'm like, damn. <laughs> that's, a, that's unreal, yeah. dude. And what was it like for you? Oh, it was nuts. My highlight of the whole thing, like other than the riding, I roll out to the line, it is pissing with rain. I look up and there's just thousands of people in there's train horns, smoke bombs, chainsaws, and they are just loving it. They do not give a shit about the weather. Just got and goosebumps the, thinking about it. Man, it was it was like it was literally like <laughs> all the gnarliest, craziest fans that you could possibly think of that are happy to sit where it's like fucking freezing. Yeah, they just don't care. Pissing right? down they were and right they just next don't to the line. Like, and, yeah, it was nuts. Like I just yeah, like Regan said, like come out to the line. Like it didn't really personally hit me until I came out to well the quali race. There was still a huge crowd, but the first the first moto. Mm. Um, and like you know like Hurlings was right there it was like some sick dudes up the inside of me and then I was just like look up and there's just people going nuts man. <laughs> absolutely so pissing down yeah. like, it was so cool man yeah, yeah dude it was like it, it was one of those and I, I feel like I feel like you guys inspired Australia in a way too because like it's just been one of those things where I just feel like the whole Aussie team for whatever reason like it's just never really got like a crazy amount of support it always feels like yeah it's kind of last minute even in terms of the way that it gets picked and organized and then it's you like you don't really hear that much about it either no, like the dude. hype around the u.s team every year oh. every instagram post is the u.s team whereas yeah. you see like one random iphone picture from team <laughs> australia yeah but it was good this year we had we had jeff um, yeah jeff was on the gopro swinging off it so it was, it was that well, funny me and jeff went and got the media passes <laughs> and um there was dudes like rolling in with like three huge cannon fifty thousand yeah, dollar cameras. cameras and like straps all over him and me and jeff are just walking along and he's just got his gopro and his media pass it was sick dude yeah it was it was cool like obviously mx store is one of our sponsors and i just those dudes do so much for Aussie yeah. motocross and I think that uh, when they told me that they were getting involved with the whole Australian team like I think that's honestly what sort of has to happen like yeah. there needs yeah. to be a couple of brand like key brands and the good thing is with MX Store is like because they sell every product like they sell every yeah, brand so there's not like there's a no conf- conf- yeah conflict. there's not like a conflict there so I think that like going forward if those dudes are going to stay um, stay a part of that I think that we really have a chance to to like make the whole Team Australia thing really do do well again, eh? Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. We'll win it within the next five years. You think so? Hundred percent, dude. Especially like the you guys were so suited to that sand as well. Like I don't think many people um, I don't think many people understand like how gnarly the WA sand is. So well, like, the whole thing around Europe is that they're just sand gods. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no one really. No one really gives yeah the WA crew that credit, huh? (laughs) They were like, "Oh shit, you've you've never ridden anything like this, have you?" I was like, "Mm, "Most days through winter, yeah, Yeah, really, (laughs) pretty similar." Yeah, I I just I just thought, yeah, it blew my mind, man. Like just lining up with those guys, eh? And like you going, like in in some of my qualifying race, I got like a good start and whatnot, and I was in second. I was just like, (laughs) "Holy shit!" Just expecting one to like blow by me. Yeah, no one did. Yeah, that was the same. I I got. Uh, third yeah. off the start of mine like never in my life had started on a mesh grade before yeah. and just heart fucking nearly whole shot the thing <laughs> and I'm like they were not pulling away from me I was like three laps deep and then uh, we had to run moose tubes they were a little bit weird and the front end like sort of it felt like it rolled and I jumped onto a sandbank 
and went over the bars, but I got up real quick. I still finished sixth. So, so what what was the uh, the thinking behind the moose tubes then? That's all they run in Europe. And like so you guys every didn't. Round. And so you guys didn't have a, a chance to run like your normal shit, or like what was the deal with that? Not with tires. Oh, we oh, I, oh. I asked if I could get a tube, and they were like, nobody has a tube here. What is this? Yeah. Uh, this tube? I don't know this no, tube thing. Know. Literally, that's what it was like. That's so bizarre, man. Yeah. Eh? So that took a little bit to get used to, then, eh? Yeah. Well, on the day, sort of. I mean, shit. Oh, yeah. True way. Like it's not like you're getting the practice. Kyle went that a little much. bit early. I don't yeah. know if that helped, but I, I run mooses here though. Yeah. See, I've never. Oh, he's a vegan. He runs mooses. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Been waiting for that one to come out. <laughs> vegan moose. <laughs> oh, you know, ve- you know, mooses aren't vegan, bro. Eh? Oh, I know. Well, yeah, actually, he, mooses he only are them. vegan, but eating <laughs> <laughs> running mooses. He only runs with them. Anyway, shit joke, <laughs> shit joke. I had to say something about your fucking weird habits. <laughs> All right, well, when Jackson gets on here next, you better fucking rail him as well. Talk about beef jerky. As if I don't Dubs. rail him. Wait, I actually... He gets the most that sounded railed. very gay. Yeah, well, it did sound I, super I can't gay. believe he Jackson of be all underwear. people... <laughs> Hashtag no homo. <helmet>. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't count I, if you say that. I can't believe Jackson of all people stopped eating meat, eh? Is he... What? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Since when? Oh, hit him up when he gets on here. Oh, no. dude, he's done. He's like a fucking Kardashian, bro. He's done every single diet. Jats probably will be selling Skinny Bunny tea in like a couple months' time, dude. And I fucking swear to God. He's vegan. Yeah, he has been for a few weeks now. Yeah. Well, he hasn't well, told me for away. probably good reason. Yep. Well, I'm glad I just let it slip on him. Wow. <laughs> yep, what a just uh, promote this. Like yep. heaps, so we see Jats disapp- is a vegan. I'm pretty disappointed in him, to be honest. Jats loses twenty thousand Instagram followers. Makes you, uh, makes you more manly. I reckon. Did you? Are you, you seen like, this mode? Have you watched? Oh god, <laughs> it's been growing for three years. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> yeah, been trying for a while. Um, have you watched the Game Changers documentary? Yeah, I have. Dude, I went vegan for a week after watching that. You know Did that you? like so yep. much of that shit's fake. Yeah, yeah, it's I like, have heard that. That's why I stopped it a week later. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Uh, you know what? It says a lot about someone that would uh, change their diet based on a TV show. <laughs> Where are we at with that, Regan? <laughs> Dude, it convinced me, honestly. I was yeah, like, I just haven't even watched it for that fact because, like, I'm I sure there is I wouldn't if I was you because you would probably stop eating meat. No, nah, I don't think I would. But that, that's what a doco is supposed to do, though. Well, that's, like, yeah, that's you know, it. It shows you the gnarliest of gnarly, so then you're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> but is, I don't know, is a doco supposed to do that or is a doco supposed to educate Well, apparently that guy is selling... Yeah. He sells uh, like meat free meat or something. Oh, so he was like yeah, promoting yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously roped everyone in to promote it. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, I don't know. Should yeah. we talk more about motocross nations? Other than yeah, I reckon yeah. we should ditch this uh, subject. I'll just get so. Bring Jaden on here. She'll, yeah, just, she'll go we'll get Jaden on here and ask her some things. She'll go vegan ham. That's so funny. Um, yeah, so when you, like, di- you didn't get to ride at all, like, you just did the racing and then bounced basically oh practice and qualifying on Saturday yeah yeah yeah. so that was it that was it and so did you have any idea of where you would sit no in like the grand did you think you were going to get smoked no be honest no so you didn't think you'd get smoked I didn't think I'd get smoked but I didn't think I would be able to come from like 34th to 9th in a moto yeah it's crashed last lap got 11th but still I was happy with that yeah it was like ridiculous how good you did and then in that qualifying race and like it was cool too because you got so much. Um, oh, stop it! The boys. It's a couple of lords. The cameras can't see them, but there's a couple of lords just rocked up. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Delarue. Fuck yeah, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know how to work that thing? Can't hear. I can't. Yeah, I always forget we're, with yeah, the headphones. Yeah, yeah, you get like fucking so locked in. Um, but yeah, so you thought like, well, you, I guess you just really didn't know where you were gonna be. 
Um, yeah, it was like, it was a confidence boost, the qualifying race, like yeah. the day before, yeah. where I, I was running third for a few laps there, and I still ended up sixth with a crash. Um, after doing that, and I was like, I can, I can run with these guys. Yeah. Obviously, maybe not to Hurling's Colton off standard, but I thought I'm a, I'm a top ten guy if I have a good day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Actually, another thing I was meant to say, the craziest moment there w- was actually two times. One time, Hurling's passed me, and I went back around the outside of him. Really? Yeah. And the crowd went stupid. No and shit, you and can then, hear it? And then there was a dude crashed in my line and he went straight back past me. Oh. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> and then <laughs> the next time was I I blew straight past Calvin Vlanderen. And yeah, the right. crowd, I don't know, I thought I was going to get killed. Yeah, not sure if they're cheering for you or yelling or, at you. I think they were yelling at me. Yeah. Like, go away, Australian. Like, <laughs> so, there was, so you could really, like, feel the energy of the crowd? My stomach was, like, turning from the sound of them really? just yelling then. Yeah, that was the loudest moment when I passed them to. Like, it was nuts. That's, That's so nuts. hectic, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, and then especially where I passed Vlanderen, there was, like, a tabletop at the end, so you're off the power in the air. Oh, so it goes Your bike's so quiet and they're just yelling. Like, it was nuts. Dude, that's insane. What a fucking experience, man. Yeah, it was nuts. And so what was the track like then to ride on a lights bike? Uh, A punish? You could say it was heavy. Yeah, It was uh, definitely heavy. That's where I felt like I was... I had a sick qualifying race and whatnot and uh, started to ship myself towards the end because I was still in, like, second or third. So I started freaking out and tightening up. Yeah. Before that point, I was like, yeah, this is cool. But then I was still going to the next day. Like, I was like, oh, well, that was good. It's against all the 250 guys. But, you know, the 450s are going to blow our doors off when it's... Uh, not Justin that, Cooper. Yeah, not Justin Cooper. But <laughs> when it was uh, that sandy and soft, I was like, I still didn't really have much of an idea. But, you know, I got some good starts, which was cool. And um, got in the mix of it until I got stuck. Yeah, uh, how was that, man? Because, like, you actually didn't do anything wrong there. That was unlucky. Nah, like, that's just, that's that, that just seemed like pure luck, right? Well, I, was, I was like, I was like, man, I'm the first 250 here. Like, I ha- and then next minute, fucking stuck. And the poor dude trying to help me get my bike out, I was screaming at him, mate. Oh. <laughs> How's when you, your front wheel dips? Yeah. And, I, and then you go to get on the power and just goes, bop, even yep. further down. I was, I was watching the TV. I, I ran over in the rain with an umbrella because I heard the HRC truck had a TV and I'm like standing in the rain watching and then they yeah. invited me in so I was like sitting there watching and I could not believe it. I was spewing Yeah, it. they were all like, fuck, this guy's going so good. They were yeah. stoked and then but I honestly, got I f- bogged. I feel like I rode better after that, to be honest. Like I was in Angry? obviously dead last and, and super pissed off but mm. yeah, I feel like I rode not too bad after that which was pretty cool and um, yeah, it was not the result Team Australia was after, that's for sure but I feel like Rob we, all, we, all had, we all had a good we all had a good go away. How's that? Yeah. Like KDM guys always rip the Hondas. I know. Hondas only bike that didn't blow up. Big red, mate. Big uh, red, yeah. Hey, look. that's a different big red. That's a different breed. <laughs> that thing's a monster. What bike did you ride? Uh, the one one four bike. So I don't know who that is. Mitch Evans like, team. Yeah, Mitch Evans oh, team. Oh, was it Mitch's bike? Well, oh, yeah. the team, yeah. Yeah, okay. their team, Was yeah. it good? Like, did yeah. you feel? I suppose it'd be so hard to compare, though. Right? It was hard to compare, but it was just different. Like. The whole, the way the bike was and the power, where the power was, was just so different to mine. Like, mm. I feel like our bikes here are like good, but 
you have to rev them so much to get them going. Yeah. Whereas there it was the opposite. You could just ride it just in talky. that low, yeah, low RPM. Yeah, okay. That's and that's probably why why it survived. Yeah. Did you enjoy the bike that you rode? It was stock with a pipe. Really? Yeah, so no. So you're just a fucking bad cunt over there at that <laughs> race. Like, just seriously, like, you're just like, yeah, you know what, fuck this. I've never run any of this. Dude, I'm going to smoke the half the The start was the most impressive thing. Didn't I you? was just pulling on all these factory bikes. Didn't just you? like... Didn't you have Dean's, <laughs> Dean's suspension in as well? Yeah, it wasn't even set up for me, the suspension. It was Dean's suspension. It was terrible. But R- really? Like, compared to if I did some testing with the guys, like, we could get it how I'd want it. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd, Dean's, like, similar weight, so they sort of just... They had it there already, because I was so last minute, they had yeah. to... I had to run it. So, yeah. yeah, it just wasn't set up for me, but... I don't. I think that's why the bike didn't last, because it was... Oh, it stopped, yeah. So and you were just fucking revving the freckle out of it. Yes. <laughs> Basically, Look, yes. he wasn't real nice to the thing. No, <laughs> I, I raped that thing. <laughs> uh, but like overall, just a crazy experience, eh? It was so Best good. Best day of my life. Really? Yeah. Fuck, I, that, see that like, as a fan, dude, like I want to hear that. Yeah. Like I, I'm so happy to hear you guys say like. Yeah, like I didn't even finish and still, I was pushing my bike through the pits smiling. Yeah. Like fuck, I just did that. Yeah, that was <laughs> I was just out there. I, yeah, that's amazing, dude. Like, that literally can't be understated. And yeah. to get an opportunity like that and to be so, like, underrated, really, like, you it guys was sick. were... I was so glad how we were, like, underrated and whatnot. And yeah. No one knew who we were, which was mad. It was like, oh, well, we'll see how we're going to go here. And everyone knew us after. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you just knew people walking around, like, we're couple, talking couple about big you guys. guys give you the nod and you're like, yep. Right. Yep. He knows who I am. You ate my dirt. Yes. <laughs> That's so rad. <laughs> um, did, was there like interest and stuff from teams after that? Like, was there people trying to talk to you guys about going to Europe or? Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, it just wasn't. Yeah. I'm probably going to stay here next year. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a little bit, but because I um, I aged out of the 250 class this year. Uh, so this would have been my last year. Yeah, yeah okay. So it was unfortunate. Like, I kind of wish Regan and I got to switch around, you know, like, because he's got such a long future in on a 215 and especially in Europe like you know he's gonna yeah. be, he's one of Australia's prodigies so like it would have been cool if he got to show what he could do on a 250 you know I feel like he would have got some cool some cool offers you know yeah but it is what it is I suppose I wouldn't change it as it is it's happened now and it's I'm done, yeah. fucking stoked on it so. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh this year for you in particular like the way that you rode in the, uh, the dude I'd never heard of you until I watched a someone sent me an Instagram clip of you riding and I, I, I think it was on a 450 where you just like fucking held this thing like wedged around this turn yeah it was just like place. <laughs> it was just like one turn and I was like fuck who's this guy yeah. and then I looked on your Instagram profile and you had like a bunch of really dope riding edits on there yeah and the thing like I've lived in America for so long mm-hmm. like there's a there's a style that guys have like you watch Jet and you watch these guys that uh, in America and they're killing it like there's a look that yeah. they have when yep. they ride and when I watched your shit I was like that dude's got that same look and yeah. I think that like uh, like Mitch has it Caleb Ward has it mm-hmm. I think that he has obviously been struggling a lot with like the injury side of things yeah, to tell sure. him back but like there's a few dudes that have that look where it's like he could go overseas and he could handle the demands of racing internationally. Mm. And like you're one of those guys that, that has that. And mm. plus being a big dude, like when you do step up onto a 450, like 
It's yeah, going to wait for that. It's going to yeah. be pretty cool. If you're not a I small child, are you? I want to ride one already. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do, dude. Yeah, that's all I ride at home. Just, I don't know, some of the tracks around home, I just wouldn't you, you ruin a 250 yeah, training really, on it. So. Yeah. 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 And what's your, so next year, are you going to like the, the big Honda team or like, so what's your plan? I can't really say right now, but, um, you can tell me, no one listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Personal I, podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go over to them next year and, um, yeah, I'm riding a 250 again, yep. which will, which I was like, I'm in an houring about, I, I wanted to ride a 450, um, but it just wasn't really the option. It wasn't really there at the moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, if I'm not, if I can't go anywhere else, I'm just gonna do what I can do here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what we're doing next year, and I'm really looking forward. to it. It's gonna be good. Be a good change. I'm, I love where I'm at now, but it's uh, it'd be good to have a change. Yeah, because you've been with uh, with Mick and that that yeah. team for a, a while now. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We've been there for a few years, so it's uh, it'll be good. And so with tonight, the Supercross race, uh, in this is argue well, it's not argue. It is the biggest Supercross race we've ever ever had in Australia. Mm-hmm. What are both of you guys going to be like happy with to take out of tonight? Look, safe. <laughs> yeah, if I don't cartwheel again, I'll be pretty stoked. Yeah. Um, nah, I yeah, I just want to have a good go, just a good race, be in the mix with everybody, and I feel like I've this year I've had some good moments, and then. I'll get hurt or I'll just have a small stupid crash and it's just New Zealand was going to be your round yeah New Zealand was oh, going well oh, it was just a um, second leading yeah, your heat and then and crash just slip. yeah it's just I don't know I've had a total of about 10 days on the bike since, yeah. since Nations so I'm uh, yeah not a whole heap of riding it <laughs> makes it tough when you can't yeah. when yeah. you can't ride and what about you like you just sort of want to get out of here healthy and yeah I'd, I'd love some good starts. Yeah. Like, I'd love to be up there and just show what I could do. Yeah. Like, Wollongong, I was terrible starts, and I was getting, like, 12th in two motos. Next one, second off to start, finished third. Like, I don't know. I probably could have won it if there was a few more laps. I always seem like I don't get that tired. Yeah. But the races are so short here. There's, yeah. you know, but that's, that's sort of what it is. I'm, I'm real good at tagging on to someone yeah I can follow what they're doing and sort of step up to their speed so yeah I'd, I'd love some good starts fair enough yeah. boys well I really appreciate both of you coming on here no, um, thank you Thanks for I appreciate us. you yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, no I appreciate that you appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> no I'm excited for uh excited for tonight and uh looking forward to uh watching you guys uh yeah. definitely yep. two of the fucking biggest legends in the pits for mine yeah. and uh yeah team Australia I think like dude you guys made so many people proud and i think uh you've honestly fired me up to be like you know what we need to uh thanks braz got the piss rats boys shout out (laughs) go follow them on instagram follow (laughs) them on youtube uh they're fucking lords sendiest (laughs) sendiest men in the pits um but yeah no you you guys have honestly inspired me to like put a little bit more effort into the whole motocross nation thing because it's one of those things man i feel like it's just easy to sleep on shit like there's yeah. so much stuff going on there's everyone's got their own thing and teams and blah 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 like that we're trying to do but I feel like it's the one year that we should all get together everybody should be yeah. supporting the team everybody should be posting the team everybody should be doing uh, what they can to uh, to support whatever the team it is regardless of the politics well, I reckon and I reckon like the coolest thing is Australian culture is just like yeah it's mad it's different it's so cool we're all laid back like we could make it a seriously good thing. Like Americans, they kind of go in there like, no thinking, smiling. Yeah, just robots. Yeah. Other than Team Fried. Yeah. Yeah. But Shut uh, up. 
yeah i think we could really make it cool like we could have a lot of supporters mm. like definitely a bit more yeah. exposure it could you, be pretty yeah. big like you like we went over there man and there was just people from heaps of different countries yelling out like team australia you know yeah. like yeah. wearing wearing different co- country colors yeah but team they Sweden just love the aussies yeah yeah aussies. it was mad <laughs> And so, what like what do you think we could do then to make it better? Like, do you think everyone's just got to kind of like get in and support each other? I, a bit yeah, more? I just feel like everyone just needs to get on board. You know, whether you picked or not, agree with the team, don't agree with the team, just put it aside and, and yeah, support, just go for support. It. Yeah, that's all I can really. That's a all club I can back really home, um, where the nationals normally go, they had a big night with like TVs and stuff, and invited yeah. all of WA motocross to come up there and like watch it and everything. So, I think that spread across the country. Like. Yeah big events where everyone comes together to watch it like that's pretty cool i reckon mm. that they did that so that could be a way to make it a bit bigger yep. make a night of it no I'm, I'm yeah i'm i'm there with you guys for sure and i think that um it's definitely something that i personally would like to to do and like push harder um with whatever i can do um to try and yeah, yeah. to try and yeah. blow it up a bit because like yeah you guys and, and i think a lot of times like people um they're like, oh, if we don't have, like, the best team, then it's like you almost don't want to get behind it because you what feel like, like you're going to yeah. get, get let down. But it's like I think maybe that's why what you guys did this year was so special because it's like you weren't the fucking good team. Like, no, you weren't the team that everyone did. There was probably a bunch of people that was going like, what the fuck are they going to want? Yeah, but it's like, is. and then but I feel like it's every year. You yeah. know, we, it's like you can never, your best team never really yeah. can get never picked. I think we were pretty lucky with like the whole WA side of things. For sure, And like dude. we're both, we're both pretty popular guys in the pits, I would say. Like we don't fight with anyone. We're pretty nice people. So it was kind of a overall support for us guys. Yeah. And then like obviously Dean is one of the most winningest guys in Australia. So yeah. it was... Yeah pretty good in that sense it was mad well yeah I, th- I think that yeah you guys really have showed that like you know what even if we don't send our fucking best guys mm. then it's like we can have a really a yeah, real crack sure. and uh and that makes me super we're proud. not slow no. australians aren't slow no for sure we're just very far away from everyone yes yeah. yeah. so no it was cool <laughs> yes. i think you guys i think you guys have inspired a ton of different people and myself included so yeah, really nah. appreciate you guys for for that thank you and uh thanks for coming and hanging on the caster couch boys nah, nah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having us eh? yeah, no no dramas anytime. any literally anytime you're welcome so you <laughs> you thanks sick boys thanks uh, for that i've been getting the look for ages what's that i've been getting the look i need to like i think I'm you gotta go Oh, okay, yeah, I, that's why I was like, yeah, I better not. Yeah, you guys. Oh, what a treat this is, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the Jacks. This is a Jack Attack podcast right now. It's a Jack, duo right now. Jack Miller. Double trouble. And Jack doing. What's it been like having this kid follow you around all day? You sick of him yet? Man, I get used to it, you know. Uh, Jack's sponsored by Pramac, as I am. Yeah, so, right. So, uh, you know, I've had had Jack at a couple of races this year. Um, had him in the motor. Uh, I had him stay in the motorhome. He, really? he got to stay in the motorhome. He was fortunate enough to stay in the motorhome in uh, Assen. We won't say what went on, but you know, <laughs> Wait, he, he's a bit of a he weapon, mis- isn't misbehaving, he? Is misbehaving, misbehaving, mis- heavy. Behaving. He's yeah. a- I was having to look after you. Not me, man. I was riding. So yeah, I was no, he's, he I, looks. I, I was in business. He's a uh, business. <laughs> I heard you uh, you were uh, peeling it last night. Oh yeah, yeah. We we full we, sand. We turned up, turned up uh, pretty good. No, rocked up here at eleven thirty, eleven thirty, and yeah, no, we we, we sent it. <laughs> we <laughs> yes. gave it a good lick, like 
literally I've been So you should Jack. I got in on Thursday You're a young Handsome successful man You should fucking peel it Whenever you exactly, want to Exactly Exactly <laughs> You know, it may not look it. I got sh- dirt on my shoes. You know, I've got them on your couch. I don't. I, you know, I know that it's not the not, dirtiest oi, thing you've had on this couch. I was couch, gonna say, we're good. We're good. <laughs> J- Jats has been on this couch. Oh, Jats's bum has been on this couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dirtiest thing going. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So then, also little uh, the the super grom Jack Dewan. Have you been to watch him race yet? Not yet. Not yet. I haven't had the invite actually. I was gonna say we wait until he's got the Formula One invite. Yeah, I need to get a bit more get a bit more up there first before I, I don't want to dis, um, disappoint so. if he gets any if he gets any taller he's not going to fit in a formula fit in the car. car like they're going to it's like hey man we really want you to drive for us but uh, you're too long bro yeah, they have, need you, to seen keep the, on have the you seen the size bigger. of his feet no what size feet <laughs> look you got look at the size of his feet <laughs> he's got flip they're flippers they bro. are flippers no they're 11s 11. what are you about a 7 and a half 8 a 7 and a half what <laughs> wait but you're like jock, that's jockey status though what you serious? You're like jockey status, fucking yeah, getting in, thank, thank, in. thank God my parents didn't want me to be a, uh, a rugby player or something like that because I would have been screwed. Lucky I can ride motorbike, alright, so it's not too bad. And in our line of work, you know, you're always trying to watch your weight, I guess you could say. Yeah, so yeah. My biggest fear, when I, especially when I was younger, was trying to get too big or, yeah. or anything like that. But uh, fortunately enough, I didn't grow. So people might or might not know this. I don't want to insult our audience's intelligence, but you, Jack Miller are a hardcore moto fan yeah i uh i enjoy motocross so you know a lot of people may know it may not uh i did i raced you know up until i was 14 i never rode a road bike until i was 14 and really? then, then i did the transfer so uh yeah up until my last year was 2008 yep. riding motocross and then i tr- like literally i smashed my leg to bits again because you're a townsville dude eh? yeah yeah so you would have rode like uh do, we I'm sure that we gen, would have been at the gen. track. You, like, you guys definitely, like, you know, I grew up racing Jats. Yeah, right. Richie, Richie and, and Mitch were younger than us, but, you yeah. know, it was Jats. Toddy for a while there because, uh, you know, he was a little older, but he, you know, on the 60s and stuff like that, we yeah. could stay a little longer. We raced him, Nashy, all those boys. Dude, from. I tell people, still to this day, I tell people about Chris Nash. There was this kid named Chris Nash that had, made, what, maybe more style than any kid any you've kid ever, ever seen, seen on an 80. Definitely. And like he just literally, I don't know what the fuck he does. Like he just drives trucks, probably. But yeah, like, I think he's got a tip of business and, and that, you know, just does life. Yeah, but he was, he was insane. It's another one, you know, like Brady Stanley. I don't know if yep, you remember Brady. Yep, yep. Well, Brady works for my old man. Really? As a machinist, and like another one, just Rip. absolute ripper. Yeah. And just, you know, he just. Did, did what he liked to do and there's got to be so many dudes out there that are like that that it was just like they ripped on a bike well like even have you ever rode with Maddie? I don't no I haven't ever rode with Maddie, but I'm sure like as I got into this thing into motorbike riding I'm sure you guys had to have been around for yeah sure we would have been for you know, sure man it's like did you do like Marie, TNQs Marie and shit? And, yeah for sure Fuck, so you used to go up and do Mariba and Mariba cans uh, you know all of them uh Travel all over Australia, but of course, like TNQs, uh, everything like that. Of course, yeah. My G, TNQ fucking bandit. <laughs> TNQs. I got a few little TNQ trophies. Oh my G. Nah, that's so sick. Well, well, I, even like Wade, you know, going back like yeah. Hunt, the Hunters. There's yep. a, there was a whole heap of us. So I mean, and like I look at it, and you look at how many of that generation a are now dudes now, yeah. In in like 
a prominent role in some sort of motorcycling is, yeah. is pretty dude pretty you nuts. know what man i like i always reference that um i always reference that click right because you think it's it's like jats uh richie mitch todd wilson todd uh and then you've got wade hunter who did his thing for a while uh so they're all like super successful races and then there's Maddie that does what he does. I do the podcast thing and all the filming stuff that I did for all those years. And so it's like that crew of guys. But like you're fully left out of that crew. Like you're yeah, actually uh, you, you're from that exact same generation. Exact, exactly. And maybe doing more than more than any yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like like you say, going back like Wilson Todd. I remember doing Mossy schools with Wilson when he was uh, on on a DB2 or even maybe a 65 at that yeah, point. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just a, a kid. Jake Wright, those boys, you know, there were so many of you guys from Cairns and then there was, a, you know, just a couple of us Townsville boys that could yeah. could sort of mix it with you guys and we, we try our best, but... Uh, Dude, you know who I always tell people about as, like, the full sneaky savage is Luke Weaver. Weaver, another one, exactly, exactly. Heavy, heavy Like, I still savage. go back and do... Weaver's still riding, dude. He's yeah. still very fast. You need to like go that. ride at his house, man. That's where we grew up doing motos. He'll do a 40 in the sand with no gloves on. Yeah, I don't blame him. I, I hate gloves. <laughs> I hate gloves. And I grew up riding without gloves because... Really? No gloves, no goggles because my mum was always dirty at me because I'd always lose them. They were like the easiest <laughs> things to lose. So not, you can't use them when you're on the farm. So. No shit. So people might not know, though, just how deep you still are in it to the point that you had the guys build a replica of this track on your property. What was the thinking behind that? Well, I always really wanted to uh, to try supercrossing. You know, I've rolled laps at, at Milestone and stuff like that in America, and uh, and I've always wanted to have a go, but I don't want to do it in front of people. I'd like to go yeah. and do it on my own terms. Yeah, and that makes sense, yeah. Pick things apart, and to be honest, I picked it up relatively quick. I've had like three days, and I got pretty much all of like there's a couple of boys doing the quad which i would not do that's onto the table right before the right before the last corner here they're doing from the tabletop oh, they're doubling yeah, uh, i haven't like been on that side. into the corner yeah right. which is a big jump that even that big. even that three onto the tabletop is pretty big have you did you do that yeah so our, at my place the only thing we're missing is it's not three onto the onto the, the tabletop table, yeah i've got single onto the tabletop yeah because simply because uh, I think we ran out of space, so there was not enough to. I can't remember the reason yeah, behind it. Okay, it's just the way it ma- measured out. And uh, so what we do is we go backside of the tabletop and then go three three. Ah, uh, right. And you're hitting those threes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, got got them dialed. That's no joke. And like honestly, my suspension is rubbish at the minute. Yeah, like, we the, went ninety kilo, but it's still way too soft. I watched the Instagram video you posted, and mm. I was like, "Eesh, that thing's fucking soft." That's so soft for Supercross, like, isn't it? Insane, I thought, dude. I thought, you know, coming from road racing and knowing a lot about what we have to do for suspension, I'm thinking, "Yeah, this is gonna be stiff enough." Hit the first, like second lap, I hit the triple. And I was like, seat bounce out of the corner. I'm like. Felt it hit. I'm like, you're kidding. I'm really? on bottom. I'm hitting bottom already. I'm like, this is, uh, yeah, we're going to have to go stiff for you, boys. That's gnarly. Have you been to a Supercross before this, Jack? Not in the last, for like, eight years. Really? So yeah. what was your last, like, last met? So you would have been, like, four. Yeah. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't even remember. It was, like, obviously, because before I was, like, when, up until I was seven, I was, like, motocross mad. Really? Yeah, so I was fully, I wanted to be a Supercross. Like, Chad Reed was my idol. Um, I remember like going into school in my first year, it was like career day, walking in with the boots, jersey, wow. full kit, it was everything. And then um, I had a like a my birthday party, I had a supermoto 
at our go-kart track and so I had all my mates over and then yeah I crashed broke my leg and then I, I think I don't know if it shocked me more or dad yeah and then I just kind of stepped away from the bike a little bit more and got back more into the go-karting yeah um, but I couldn't remember the last time I was at a supercross event so what did you think like when you um when you come into this stadium and you saw like this setup like what was your impressions uh just like oh how quickly they they put it up um, yeah number one like that a day ago there was nothing yeah but as well just how big are the jumps are in real life <laughs> like the the finish line jump here is insane <laughs> it's no joke, just, yeah. how, like i was just thinking like these guys don't like oh when i'm going obviously you don't have the data you don't have yeah. the onboard like i do so you don't know how much throttle to give to get over this like if i'm going to give it too much or not not enough because this always the more, more the better. <laughs> that's, that's my take yeah, on it anyway. Like it's better to go long than short. <laughs> that's speaking like a true Townsville pinner right there. <laughs> go at large. Um, what was your impressions then, Jack? Because obviously, like, you were racing all over the world in arguably the best, like, two-wheeled series on the planet. Uh, so in terms of, like, event organisation and, like, you wanting to be at this race, like, what was the draw card for you to, like, come uh, here? I mean, I've been wanting to come for years and, uh, you know, the dates lined up and I was actually able to come this yeah. year. You know, I've met Bailey oh, at Anaheim probably in 17, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Legend. And, and, yeah, just absolute great guys. And, you know, they're always like, oh, we want to get you along to one of our events, want to get you along. And, I, like I said, finally the dates lined up. I was in Australia for a day. But I was in Australia, so I was like, yes, I'm going down there. Yeah. So, uh, no, I mean, unreal. And like like Jack said, I know exactly how much dirt goes in this because I had to truck yeah. it from one you side of my farm. Yeah. Uh, no, I had to truck it from one side of my farm to the other. Oh, so did you dig it up from I had your it, place? Yeah, I had oh. it. we got a big lake around the house, and Dad had stockpiled it so you know, a couple of years a, ago. now you've got a bigger lake. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, how quickly they've got it done with such little access, you know, being in the stadium, they're not able to bring in. We had a 40-ton ton moxie. Yeah. And, dirt. and it's in the middle of the city. Exactly. So trying to get that dirt in and out, I know how tough that is. So it's a massive, you know, tip of the hat to those guys because not only organising that, organising to get, you know, Ricky, Chad, Anderson, yeah. these these guys from America who are in their off-season who don't really want to be riding motorbikes at this point in the year yeah. to come over it and motivate these guys to come over and you know put a show on for the aussie fans it's it's, it's a great a great thing to see you know and so what do you think is like for kids now like obviously there's been so many grommets walking around the pits like you were inspired as a kid you were inspired i was inspired so like what do you think this does like we've never had an event this legit in australia like what do you think that this kind of event can do for like everything going forward Oh, I mean, um, it's unreal. Like you say, we've never had an event like this in a stadium like this where we can have a proper track yeah. like this, like a proper world-class supercross track. And also, like you say, the draw card. And to see guys like Luke Clark taking it to... Dude, you know, right? Like Jason Anderson. He qualified fastest, camp. bro. Exactly. I was Gnarly. just watching the, the qualifying and him and Brayton going back and forth did back you and watch forth. that then yeah. like when you're in there yeah. yeah dude how gnarly is that like for clout to take off first like that and then just like boss Brayton out of that first lap yeah the first lap was insane and you can see in like the last section before the last corner he's the only guy coming over he's coming over the tabletop he's landing on the table and doing the double and there's not one other guy doing that and then obviously you got Brayton and just doing the quad 
Um, but he's just a completely different section. Obviously, at that point, it doesn't look like it's yeah. quicker. You yeah. see these guys smash in the corner. It looks like they're just giving it giving it large. Um, but yeah, then the first few laps, he was up the road by like a second until everyone obviously chipped down the pace and then yeah. he upped it again. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, man. And like, you got to think about it. Like, Cloudy's been beaten by Brayton three years in a row in the championship. And it's like, to have a an American guy that's like like Brayton won a race last year multiple he won a bunch of triple crowns single races didn't win any overalls but it's like you got a kid in Cloudy that's over here grinding it out and it's like it's almost like he doesn't have to do the hard yards in America now like if he went and raced on a 450 next year he'd be a top 10 dude I think so it's like it's pretty insane to see uh and a series now in Australia where like it can legitimately prepare you for it and like you've been beaten for three years and in the fourth year you're leading by one point coming into the last round like it's it's gnarly dude yeah like you say he's been so close and like uh, and the motivation I guess he's got from being so close the last three years and each year getting better and better and like you say it's becoming almost like a feeder series it's helping prepare the Aussies to go over there which hasn't happened before. We've never had tracks like this. We've never had, you know, a series like this, which is just getting better every year and, you know, more and more uh, international riders coming into the championship. And even if it is for one race or whatever, the, the guys that are here can learn from them. You know, you get to yeah. spend a little bit of time following the wheel and you learn from them. So it's just unreal to see exactly like you say. Like, I, I believe I believe with you that if he got on a decent bike next year and went to America, he'd be a top 10 guy. Yeah. With, uh, hands down in 450 class. Because, like, when with you guys in road racing, so, like, for people that don't know, Jack's uh, F3. Did you won a bunch of races in F3 this year, right? Yeah. Like, so you did... did Where did you finish in the championship? Second. So, second in the championship Ooh. in the Formula 3 series. How, by a lot? Like, did you cook by it? Did you cook it or did you get spanked? No, oh. You cooked, I cooked it, it a bit because, Yeah, you um, cooked it. I knew it. No, yeah, in <laughs> Suzuka, I didn't... I it was a bit... Confi- oh, it was coming onto a safety car restart, and um, I was trying to get a lot of heat in the tyres because Dad was always complaining that after the safety car restart, I didn't have it completely uh, hooked up. So I was, I was so overlaying was a bit... No. Blaming Dad, right? So it's no. Dad's fault. Yeah, fair enough. I see how I did. <laughs> I was overlaying, like, fucking getting a lot of kids, heat Jack, into Jack, hey. Spoil fucking kids. <laughs> Lame dad. I do it and anyway. The car completely shut off. Really? I, yeah, I put, over, I put too much pressure on the brake while on the throttle, and I didn't know, so I didn't know what to do. Um, uh, and then, so I didn't... I ended up switching it all off and on back again, but I didn't finish in the points. So now I was 25 points down. I think I lost it by 13 points. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you fully so cooked it, it then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, and then, so, with, with what you do, like... It's hard to... There's no, like, feeder series that could, like, directly prepare you for MotoGP or prepare you for Formula 1 in Australia. Like, you guys have to go abroad. Had to go abroad, yeah. Like I said, I did one year in Australia. <clears throat> and by the end of it, I was, you know, starting to win races and understood that, you know, next year we're a championship contender here in Australia. But, I mean, you're going to be a, a big fish in a very, very small pond. Yeah. Or go and be a very, very small fish in a massive in pond. The, so. In the biggest pond, yeah. yeah. So we went to, to, to Europe pretty early you know i was 15 parents did the move took the gamble and uh yeah here we are now but you know i wish i could say it went that quickly but you know it was a yeah, lot of a you grind, know, tough huh? days and uh a lot of times you know parents questioning their uh their decisions and what they've done you know risking the whole family's livelihood basically on yeah on, on their their middle child yeah and so 
with your dad obviously doing what he did in MotoGP, have you guys always been like sort of semi-close and like have you had much involvement with with I Mick met, or? I met you this year, I think. For really? Time, really, for the first time properly. Yeah, yeah properly. I think it was, would it have been Magello? No, Magello. Magello, yeah, Magello. It was probably year. because I came for the event with Pramac. Yeah. I flew down and then with that, then I think I went to the team dinner on Thursday night. And it's kind of there when you're more involved and it's not just a like handshake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, through the day, we're sort of doing, like you say, data, you know, this, that, the other media things you got to do. Uh, so you kind of flat out, but like you said, you go yeah. to the team, Denny, you sort of understand, you get to meet people uh, and spend a little bit more time. Say, to a bit them. more of an extent in a yeah. conversation. Yeah. So, but did uh, did Mick have any involvement in you, like coming up, or like no, was that, is it hard to sort not of? Not really, not really. You know, we we didn't know anybody. We yeah. didn't know anybody. Like, Cause dude from Townsville, Townsville, like I don't think people understand. Like I know where fucking Townsville is. Townsville is nowhere. Exactly. Exactly. Like, to make it out of there, even to even to be a professional motocross racer from Townsville, let alone fucking MotoGP. Yeah, we dude. don't have a track. We don't have anything. The closest track is in Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I mean, we did. The year in Australia, my dad and I, we left our van, we started driving, and then we ended up leaving the van in Brisbane, flying to Brisbane every time, taking yeah, the van, yeah. just to the races, and we still did 60,000 kilometres in the van that year alone, with missing, you know, 1,200k each way, yeah. Brisbane to Townsville with a flight, and we did just over 1,500 kilometres on the bike, and I've done more than that in a three-day test in the Hareth. Really? Yeah. Fuck, it's so... I don't... You're coming to Goldie soon, eh? Yeah. When are you going to be there? Mm, I booked my tickets like two days before I came down here. I'm so you very, very... Yeah, because I like I like want to get into it, but then I don't want to yeah. get into it because I really want to I feel like we need to have studio. another sit, yeah, sit down. Yeah, yeah, I want to do like the, the, the full the prop it because like it's a fucking... We have to ask the guy, you know, the viewers, do they want to hear it? I mean, no, I fuck them. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they love it. They fucking love it. They know we love them. Um, but yeah, like I've... Because it's a crazy story, like, and I want to get into it. So, I don't know, mate, I'm like, fuck, should we just wait and maybe just talk about Supercross for a while? We'll do Soupy. Well, we're here, you know. Yeah, we're we here. Got, we we should talk about Soupy. So, who's, uh, Jack, what's your predictions for tonight? Or what are you watching for? You're, or, you're, or are you just here for the party? No, definitely not. Um, you know, <laughs> definitely is. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely is. not. Um, no, I'm not, Mum. No, no, Mum, I'm being good. Wait. I don't have my fake ID with me. He's, he's fine. We will look after him. Yeah, you know, you're in good hands. We're just we're only gonna play with kittens later. That's all we're gonna do. Yeah, kittens. <laughs> we're gonna play with kitties later. Yeah, <laughs> kittens. Kittens. <Yeah>. Kittens. Meow. <laughs> 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 uh, um. No. Yeah. I'm. I just can't wait. Obviously, because um, you know, staying with Jacks and everything. So it's good to see. Hopefully, he goes well. Um, after everything that he's been through this year, he's been through a bit, eh? Well, I th- no, all right. A few backflips. He's put himself through a bit. That's really what's happening. Yeah, yeah. He's self. Well, I don't know. Like the crash that he had. Did you see the crash that he had in Brizzy? Yeah. It was the tiniest fucking mistake. Like it was literally like a minuscule mistake that he made that ended up just being gnarly. Like yeah. that that whole thing just went from could, like. But it, for me, it could have been so much worse. Yeah, than what for sure. Was. He was he got away with that pretty good because when you watch the crash, like, <gasps> well, was, you think, yeah. damn, that that's gonna hurt. But like you know, yeah, he got injured, but you know, he was still able to get up and ride the bike and and you know, more or less be okay. Yeah. 
Nah, I think like yeah, there was like it was something like that can normally you know end a season, dude. And oh, he's here, for so. sure. Yeah, and the way that he rode through the year as well, like it's pretty gnarly to just like. I mean, he didn't ride. I don't think he rode um, like practice laps until pretty much going to your house. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You know, I told the boys the other week, and and they were able to get up there and have a go. And I, I wanted, you know, I got. Once Dad got back from Europe, he was able to put a lot more water down for him and help him out a little bit uh, yeah. around the farm and that. So uh, no, I was happy to see him go there and sort of understand, see what they were going to do on the track so I can understand where, where I need to improve. That's so sick. With the whole, um, I think we're, it's like a cool time these days, especially like I've noticed doing the podcast that like when you're sort of putting cool stuff out there, it's real easy for like everyone to stay connected now. And it seems like you and Jats don't necessarily get to like see each other a lot. And then same with you. It's like, but these are all, it, everyone feels kind of like connected. And then we get together at these big events and like, I just feel like the vibes it, are at an all time like a, you know, It's like, like you say, exactly. It's like, it hasn't been that long. Because, yeah. You know, you've seen what people have been up to. You know what people, you know, it, it just, you can have a chat and you know what they've been up to. You've seen it on social media or whatever, so you can sort of understand where they're at. And uh, uh, no, it's a, it's a, you know, awesome time to be alive. That's I sure. feel like it makes it more, like it makes it fun at the moment, eh? Because it's like, yeah, especially when you get dudes like Jats that are so good with social media, it like gives you so, like you just feel like you're kind of playing along a bit, right? Yeah, exactly. You're part, you, you've, it, honestly, the stuff he puts out there is hilarious. You know, even the stuff taking the piss out of himself with the crash and everything. I mean, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are your picks for tonight? In the, Like, how fo- how heavy do you follow the series right now? You know, Supercross, especially the AMA Supercross, I follow a lot. But, of course, this year I followed the, the Oz Supercross quite a bit. And I've been watching a fair bit, especially, you know, the, the last couple of races with, uh, with Auckland and then now here. Yeah. Um, picks... Uh, you know, I saw how well Clout ran, rode last year, uh, last weekend, sorry, and uh, I think between him and Brayton, Anderson is like a wild card, maybe Hill, if yeah. he can keep it together, I think Hill will be pretty strong too. Yeah, right. No, I, I definitely, yeah. But, but I think definitely between Clout and, uh, on this track tonight, I think Clout and Brayton are going to go head to head. Yeah, fuck, it'd be sick to watch dude. I just like, I'm just tripping that like we're coming down to... It's a great way to end the series, I mean. One point, dude. Aussie is leading the championship by one point right now. Like, that's not really heard of when there's, like, this many US dudes that... Exactly. It's never been like that before. Nah, it's fucking sick. Especially so, with guys coming and doing... You know, we've had the one-off races and yeah. stuff like that. But guys like Brayton has been doing the last couple of years, actually coming out. You know, Yuri's been bringing him out the last, what, four years now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's great to have a, a guy coming in that consistently coming out here and, you know... Helping, is he? It's partly on him. I feel coming yeah. out here and doing it in his off season. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's enjoying it. So, Jack, what's your? Um, this will be, I guess, Chad Reed's last race as a full-time dude in Australia. What's your favourite Chad Reed memory? Is there a race? Is there a crash? Is there a takeout? <laughs> is there a pod- <laughs> a podium speech? So. What's your, what's your greatest Chad Reed moment? Well, like, considering obviously now we're not a bad way, he's obviously not in the prime that he was a while ago, um, and watching back through the races and, like, in 2018, watching at the at the NS, uh, at the NZ Open, I think it was. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. And he absolutely crushed it. You know what? You're right. That might be one of his, like, that I, might I be, like, one of his awesome. better performances. 
Yeah, dude, I'm sleeping on that, dude. That's actually like a really fucking good uh, point because he he worked them, dude. And like that track was gnarly. He didn't yeah, qualify that good. Yeah, the conditions were, were horrendous. And no, in the Super Bowl, um, it wasn't obviously quick enough for pole. But then both all three finals um, took it out. Um, and yeah, it was just, I thought, a stellar performance. Yeah. What about you? You got a fa- favorite moment? I got a few, but... Uh, you know, I look back fondly on as being a kid, you know, watching, always watching him, Ricky and James, you know, week after week, those three just going at it. No real particular moment, I don't think. And I meant, like, I went to uh, A2, I think it was, as a kid, and it was like a retro night. Yeah, right. Like, a real kid. Like, I, I had a Ricky Carmichael shirt on. I've told Ricky this plenty of times. I literally stood in front of his truck. It was right when Ricky was doing his uh, sort of farewell year where he yeah, wasn't racing. He didn't yeah. race that round. Yeah, yeah. But it was like an 80s themed night and they had like uh, David Bailey come out yeah. and ride the bike in the wheelchair, like, you know, strapped on the bike yeah. and, and stuff like that. And then they did like the, the intros like they do in, uh, like in America. Like opening sta- uh, yeah, ceremonies. Yeah, opening ceremonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like uh, Chaz's thing was he was like had a mullet and like was in a, a like a Trans Am uh, cranking lover boy and like rocked up in front of the stadium you know everybody's working for the weekend it was just nuts <laughs> I just so remember sick. sat right up in the nosebleeds just thinking that's nuts to see this so, so how, ma- that. how many um, how many US Supercrosses would you have been to? Uh, probably been about 10 yeah damn that's sick I've done a few you know I've done Anaheim a lot of times uh, San Diego uh Houston, yeah. Um, I've done, and then I did one in where was it? I'm trying to think. St. Louis. Yeah, that's a you, sick place to you go. You know, St. Louis. St. Yeah. Louis is, it's cool, but it was like kind of dodgy. Like where oh, we stayed, yeah. like it's like one side of town's like super cool, and the yeah. other side's like pretty dodgy. So it was, it was cool. You, you got to mix it up, but. By far, my favourite Supercross of all time is definitely San Diego. Yeah, that's a cool vibe. There, and I huh? keep missing it. Like, they changed the date like two years ago, so I haven't seen it for the last couple of years. I've been out there, but have, it's have you been to go to that gas gas lamp district yeah, after? Yeah. It's just a whole heap of fun. Have you been to? Um, have you been to it since it's in Petco? Like the new yeah, stadium, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. like that's a game changer. Dude, I'm real, eh? right like, in the middle of town. It's, fuck, it's I like stayed this. At the, I stayed at the hotel. And literally, I walked yep. in the morning, had breakfast, and then walked straight over and done track walk. Yeah. Literally, it's like 200 meters from the hotel to the, the stadium. It was nuts. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, that that's one of the... Because, like, when they had it at... Um, fuck, what? It's called Qualcomm for a while. Is it called Qualcomm Stadium? Like, that, whatever the old stadium was, we're like... It was just, it was like right off the freeway. Like there was sort of just like not much not going much on with it. But yeah, as soon as they moved it to Petco, I was like, damn, this is like well, now where, one uh, of the best races. That's where I originally met Bailey and, and Sando was there. You know, oh. the, we got there on the Friday and all the boys got a little socially excited, met them and you know, it, it was a great time. They hate getting socially excited. Yeah, I can't we, believe you got them to we, do it. We all do. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> you got a, a bit of arm twisting went involved. But Sometimes you got to struggle your way through it. Yeah, right? we pulled through. Networking. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what it was. It was like a business meeting. Yeah. It was at the gas lamp district, but it was a mis- uh, business meeting. Uh, oh, mate, 100%. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Um, well, yeah, I'm fucking frothing for tonight. I, I can't wait. I think, uh, yeah, I think that the, the title chase is going to be gnarly. And I think it's like 
one of the better um, it's like just one of the better scenarios in in Supercross lately like we haven't really seen seen it like this nah like and whether it's here or America it mm. sort of seems like it's kind of wrapped like up a little two, bit last two years have been like kind of like the consistent dude yeah not that social uh so to say winning every weekend you know he won at the start of the year and then just sort of maintained for the rest of the year yeah so I think uh, no it's great to see it come down the line like this you know say like uh, with Savachi and that yeah uh, Osborne then exactly. Vegas in what 17 or 17 or 18 yeah yeah, yeah. no, no 18 no 17 ooh yeah maybe 18 18 because Osborne went to 450 this yeah, year so and then Savachi. so did Savachi yeah, yeah you're right yeah dude you know one of the things that I was going to mention as well is like <laughs> the Supercross dudes seem to be like no matter what sport you're in what like pit paddock you go into the Supercross dudes are like the cool dudes right yeah, do you still do you think that even in MotoGP it's like yeah. the guys because you saw when uh, when Ando went to which ways did Ando did he go to Mizano or Mizano yeah. yeah so you see Ando goes there and like dudes are frothing everyone on him, wants to hang out yeah they want to catch up with the Supercross guy honestly mm. like that, that we probably have the most views yeah but Everybody who races MotoGP loves Supercross. Why do you reckon it? Like, why are the motor, Supercross dudes just, like, the coolest They're guys? They're just gnarly. They're just gnarly. They come in on one day, they go and jump massive jumps in a stadium in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, it's just sick. Yeah. No, And then on to another one the next weekend, back-to-back. Back. Yeah. All the way through the series. One weekend break, the whole series. I mean, they're gnarly. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's, like, um, insane because we obviously, on bitumen, cold ties, you know, we have to go out warm the tyres up you can't obviously push too hard in the first few laps especially with him he's going to fold the front or rear's not ready high side um, and obviously me and my uh, mistakes are obviously a little bit no not as gnarly um, but no yeah getting out straight off the gate like watching tonight and then boom straight on the pace you know giving it large yeah um, just not mucking around and it's just insane obviously to, to see that because in any Bitcher in sports, you got to kind of build up to it without yeah. obviously not making mistakes, but it's just straight out and, and on it. So it's that's why I think people, then you like respect that. Yeah. Think, you know, it's not like a couple laps to get into it, especially in the qualifying. It was just boom, straight on it. So that, that's that it. Cool. That's cool, man. And I think that's like what's really right about you guys is like you guys do something so different, but equally as savage. But it's like you guys can pick these differences. And like, are you guys looking for like different tents and shit when like the guys are out there? Like you can kind of see things on the track from like your yeah, perspective. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I like going to the, uh, like I say, the Supercross and that. And I go and speak to Reedy. And, you know, after the practices, normally I go down the pits and, and chat to him and say, like, you know, so and so is doing this rhythm line and try to help a little bit. You know, I know he probably doesn't want to hear it, but just sort of feel involved a little bit, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah, it's cool. And, like, what I think is rad is just the way that... And I think maybe it comes down to, like, how connected we all are these days. But, like, the you're, you were respected equally by Chad Reed as what you respect him these days. And it's the same with you, you know. But it's, like, I think it's so sick to see, like, how everyone that's kind of at that level is all homies and they're all sort of trying to lift each other yeah, up it's pretty everyone's, rad no one's trying to put anybody down it's just all positive yeah. mm. well boys thanks so much for uh, for coming on here I really appreciate it um, thanks for having Jack, us Jack yeah, thank gonna, you very much. let's make it happen in, cool. uh, in the Goldie yeah definitely we'll have a, a proper sit down but uh, before that we'll, we'll we'll have a warm up tonight you know we're going to have a chat tonight I yeah think. I reckon yeah yeah network network maybe another network. networking session should we business um, meeting yeah yeah Jack do you need to have a business meeting with us at all do you think 
It may as well include. Oh, um, cool. Just, you know, so we can cover everything. We can make together. improvements. Yeah. Proper yeah. business meeting, Mum. We're not talking about nothing else. Yeah, nah, no, for real. We're not. Yeah, we're legit. not. Legit. Yeah, legit. Like, look at this setup. Legit. Look how legit we are. You can't uh, get any more. All right, boys, appreciate it. Oh, final picks. Who's going to win tonight? Clout. Um, Great. I'm saying Ando. And I think we're like we've got we've got you know we're all at we're all like in equal. with a chance. We're all on like yeah. yeah, we're all in with we're a chance. We're like two to one odds. Yeah, I reckon for sure. Righto, boys, thanks so much for Cheers. coming on, and uh, yeah, you guys are fucking legends. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having us. Cheers, All right, thanks so much for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. Would have liked to have get a few more people uh, on the caster couch, but just wasn't to be. Very, very, very busy schedule this year. Um, with the Ozx Open. I uh, just want to say a quick shout out to the sponsors again. They're so important. Without that, the lights literally can't go on in the studio. So supporting our sponsors is supporting us. Uh, you can get our merch. Just head to the link in our bio on Instagram. Uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Gypsy Tales Podcast. And please give us a like and a subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you don't have an account, it takes bugger all to make one and it would really help us out. Uh, Appreciate you guys and we will be back soon for more of the Gypsy Tales podcast.